This is the Braither Point. That was Greg Phillips and uh, Catherine Engelbrecht being taken into federal custody uh, yesterday. Uh, and uh, that comes from sources sitting in the courtroom. When enough babies are aborted, when enough children abused, when enough girls raped, when enough women murdered, when enough cops castrated, when enough troops trannied, the final option is kinetic. Violence solves everything. Fighting isn't winning. Gunfights don't start with buzzers. Aiming beats auto fire. Protect with pistols. Rescue with rifles. Shoot to save. Move to live. Stay low. Go fast. Shoot first. Die last. One shot. One kill. No luck. All skill. Conceived and raped. Orphaned and adopted. Claimed by Christians. Initiated by indigenous. Tribally trained. Martial arts mastered. PSYOPs and special forces served. Decades of duty in DEA and DIA. Intelligence inducted. Deep state betrayed. Yeshua saved. Dedicated to Republic rescue, American exceptionalism, and redemption by God's grace. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be with you. Please go to jeffreyprather.com, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com. Subscribe for my free updates. You may want to go into uh, my shop there. And you can see at the bottom of the banner there, haven't talked about this much, but go to praetherdeal.com, get your uh, sat phones or your bivy sticks. Those are good covert uh, ways of communication. Also, you can get your your emergency food supply, uh, which up uh, at praetherdeal.com. And uh, definitely go into uh, the uh, shop at jeffreyprather.com, get your Faraday bags, uh, so you can confound the deep state and they can't track and ping you. So, uh, and before I get going, uh, Inde Apache, thank you for the uh, Cherokawa uh, challenge coin. Appreciate that uh, very much. Uh, and to the uh, Wire family who does great coffee, get that coffee uh, in the um, biz page on jeffreyprather.com. Love that coffee. We, my wife and I love it. We have it every morning. So, uh, that was a uh, video clip of uh, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelburn, OPSEC and uh, True the Vote, being taken in federal custody for uh, contempt. Been talking about that uh, for uh, several weeks. Had uh, George Webb briefly on my show, along with Ty Calendar briefly and Lisa McGee yesterday on my new American Media Periscope show, which goes on at 5 o'clock Eastern, Monday and Wednesdays. And was trying to get that live. Actually had George... Uh, live. Uh, They are still in custody today. We will see where they are tomorrow. It's about uh, contempt uh, charge for not revealing their confidential source, which is uh, confusing. 
uh, because if it is a confidential source, of course, you are not to reveal them. I know of what I speak. I have run many confidential human sources. Uh, in fact, that's how I became a whistleblower with the DEA. I have WITSECT. I have placed two confidential sources into the witness protection program back in the day. I am intimately familiar how all of this works. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of questions uh, arising, but uh, prayers out for Greg and Catherine uh, still. Um, <clears throat> when uh, George and George Webb uh, has been the only real journalist on the ground there at the Houston courtroom, which shows you that the mainstream media, the legacy press, the propaganda press, uh, the drive-by media are not interested. They are told to stand back from this. Of course, this is a crucial story uh, as we go into um, the midterms here. Uh, coming into uh, November. Um, and um, I guess George's feed even made it to the Charlie Kirk uh, show uh, as well. And George did a number of um, interviews, including uh, with uh, me. Uh, and there is an indication, so I'm always going to be honest with you, that this may be an FBI um, counter um, in, uh, insurgency operation as well. We will see where this goes. I'm very well aware of those who uh, have given up on Trump because he supported the jab, given up on uh, Flynn because he had overseas uh, dealings. All of us have our sins. Uh, how I can tell who the good guys are is who the bad guys attack. Uh, but none of us are perfect. Uh, and most of you have never been through what they are going through. In fact, they're going through something I've never gone through. I've never uh, been in jail. I was never... Uh, charged by DEA, DOJ, and I've never been convicted of anything. Uh, but there are concerns about this, uh, and where the truth goes, we will follow that, uh, and I will uh, bring that out. Uh, for example, a while back, I apologized uh, and confessed on my show when I had curated some stories from a Ford Observer who had curated stories. Uh, but since then, I've looked at what they're putting out. There's nothing about um, any. Um, uh, Chinese infiltration, espionage, uh, FBI uh, betrayals, nothing. Uh, and now I judge them to not be reliable sources. That's separate from uh, me. Uh, but I am going to continue to keep my honor and integrity so that you can uh, trust me. Uh, but uh, George's purpose was to get this out before the New York Times or Washington Post or something uh, came out and said whatever, which I certainly uh, appreciate. Uh, but there is a possibility that uh, this may be uh, trying to bury this uh, at the midterms, the FBI interfering yet again, going to keep them locked up um, as they have interfered uh, in the previous elections uh, with Hillary and with Trump, where they uh, interfered with both sides. And certainly they do interfere. It's uh, following Biden's instructions or the Federal Bureau of uh, Information Influence Operations. There's an article out there uh, by uh, Applebaum, who is um, probably, that's a fake name. He's got lots of uh, likely uh, uh, Mossad uh, connections of 2,000 mules from outer space, space which is a scathing critique of uh, Greg Phillips in particular. There's lots of issues and concerns uh, but we will see where this goes. But the most uh, telling thing, I think, is 
that uh, no mainstream media are there. They have been told not to be there. On other fronts where there are other great reporters, Harry the Greek, uh, and again, I want to emphasize how um, this is what Team America is really about, is um, me as a former uh, intelligence officer working with uh, George Webb, with Harry the Greek, um, with American um, patriots on Team America and uh, George Webb's um, investigative teams, all pulling together Restore Our Republic. That's exactly what we should be doing. Uh, but Harry has a story talking about BlackRock partnering with Connect to fix the November 8th election. And BlackRock, of, of course, is the most uh, powerful uh, fiscal entity uh, in the world. Uh, it has lots of influence and control in the Biden gang regime. It has lots of influence and control in transportation and diesel and uh, rail. We've talked about this uh, before. It's got lots of uh, influence in the Pentagon, the NSA, and the FBI, and therefore it has a lot of uh, pull on the November elections. And um, but, but I will say what is certainly true is that Connect does connect back to China, to Wuhan, through the Pentagon. There is no doubt about all of that. Um, Harry the Greek has done a great job of laying all that out, uh, doing the FBI DHS job for them. But uh, and again, I'm quoting a Harry the Greek story. Conex CEO Eugene Yu has a partner for its offices in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Remember, uh, uh, Yu is still charged in Los Angeles. And this partner is Michael Lee uh, of 380 Swift Avenue, Unit 18, San Francisco. Lee works for BlackRock as a portfolio manager set selling investments. Uh, Koenig Inc., a Foden Machine Systems software company, uh, and he is involved in BlackRock, the SEC, Koenig's uh, CEO, Eugene Yu, and the California Secretary of State. Uh, and I'm look at the reg looking at the official documents uh, through the SEC that uh, prove that. So is Michael Lee a silent partner to Eugene Yu in Koenig's Los Angeles office? When a silent partner, Harry asks, wire a $500,000 check to the L.A. clerk of courts to post his partner's bond, hide his photo on the Internet as if he works for the CIA unit or FBI, work for BlackRock's Aperio Investment Portfolio Division. Uh, all those are valid questions. And uh, right here, I'm looking at the uh, Michigan Secretary of State statement and designation by a foreign corporation, which doesn't mean uh, Oconus, outside of the United States, just means outside of Michigan, listing Konek Inc. and Michigan, signed by Michael Lee, um, uh, but then, uh, well, printed by Michael Lee of San Francisco, the 380 Swift Avenue, number 18, San, South San Francisco, California address, uh, and then signed by Eugene Yu. So there is a um, serious BlackRock Konek connection there. And of course, we know our government is infiltrated uh, everywhere. I'll be talking about that uh, when I speak Saturday, this Saturday in Branson, Missouri at the Freedom and Health with Clay Clark um, at uh, 9.30, I think I am, 9.15, 9.30, something like that. If you're interested, looking forward to seeing you there. We'll be there briefly. Um, but this ties back to China uh, because there's Team America and there's Team Global Freedom because all of the world is interwove. Uh, and there is an important point out, uh, 
story out uh, that is reported on the internet that there are clashes between um, Chinese police and civilians in the Foxconn factory in Zhenzhou, uh, and there were a lot of gunshots, and this just happened. Um, and this report is out today, and this report is by a Chinese reporter, Li Xiaokui, in the Wuhan pneumonia epidemic in Zhengzhou, Henan province, which has continued to spread. Of course, we know there is nothing really to COVID. Now they're making very virulent strains uh, everywhere, uh, but the original. Uh, and this is a translated story, and it's probably AI'd as well, so it's a little difficult to follow, but it says, following the overnight great escape in Zhengzhou, great escape, referring to the famous movie, which is, uh, the Allied uh, Air Force personnel escaping from the Germans, but this is a, they're making an analogy to people trying to get out of the lockdown there in Zhenzhou and Wuhan, was recently reported that an employee in a Foxconn dormitory uh, was infected with the virus and news of death. Officials are suspected of worrying about the leakage of information and launched an operation to block mobile phone signals in the factory area. Uh, very much what our government uh, is doing. It's reported on the internet that a conflict between officials and people broke out in the Foxconn factory in Zhenzhou. And British Reuters has reported the, that after the outbreak of the Wuhan pneumonia in Zhengzhou, Foxconn, the world's largest Apple iPhone foundry, reported that its employees were infected on a large scale. So this ties into, if you saw my other show on American Media Periscope, where I had Lisa McGee, Todd Callender talking about 5G and the cesium-137, radioactive burns occurring through the 5G via the phones. We had diagrams. If you haven't seen that, you go to patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather and also jeffreyprather.locals.com or Todd Callender. You can go see Todd's uh, stuff at um, disabledrightsadvocates.com. And uh, so that its employees were infected on a large scale. There was a shortage of supplies in the factory. The employees were forced to stage a great escape and return home on foot. So this is a very uh, significant inflection point uh, because, of course, all of this, uh, the COVID, the Wuhan, uh, the 5G, this all comes out of China uh, and out of Wuhan. And it says, subsequently, some net citizens, I guess that's a misprint, disclosed the reason why Foxconn employees in Zhao Zen fled was due to the unfortunate deaths of employees in the factory. According to the screenshots, uh, the people in room 762 are dead. Previously, employees in the dormitory lived in a mixture of yin and yang, male and female, black and white, strong, causing employees who were not infected to have fever and nowhere to retreat. Um, According to rumors, all eight people in the dormitory died. I think those numbers are low. Another online video shows that a large number of Foxconn employees wearing protective clothing are waiting to take the bus to an isolation uh, point. There are also pictures showing that an employee in a dormitory in the Foxconn factory was suspected to have died on the upper bunk bed uh, and several uh, personnel dressed in epidemic prevention clothing arrived at the scene to pull him away. The most surprising thing is that when the Zhenzhou government failed to prevent and control the epidemic, uh, the online video shows that there are many Chinese mobile signal vehicles in the Foxconn factories in Zhenzhou. In this regard, the people can't 
help but complain. China Mobile is worried that the tens of thousands of Foxconn employees have poor internet access, so they drove the signal car directly to the isolation point. Um, so they're talking about stopping the signal, but they're, this, the story is that they're giving them uh, service uh, and that they are dying from COVID, but that they are shooting them because there's a revolt in the Apple factory. This is very significant because the Apple phone is the um, deep state intelligence tracking device that also has a telephone uh, feature. Uh, and Wuhan is the center for all of the fifth generation operations that have gone out worldwide. And this is a revolt. Uh, this is them beginning to collapse uh, from within. Um, but there are also pictures showing that Foxconn employees were intercepted by large numbers of armed police uh, on their way back home, and even armed police with live ammunition guarded several traffic arteries. So they were blocking off the streets, um, uh, and they keep talking about armed live ammunition uh, and that there's a lot of conflict between police and the employees are resisting. That is, they are not just submitting, they are fighting back. So while this is tragic, this is good news because the resistance continues to build. Remember, I've talked before about 300 miles from Beijing, there were bank riots, runs on the banks. And now in Wuhan, there is this collective great escape in Zhenzhou. Uh, and Foxconn has issued three notices in succession. The first was to protect employees from fighting fires. Uh, so I guess they're burning them up. I've talked before and shown before the so-called hospitals, which are little white prisons um, that they have put up there, and the incinerators and the screams coming from incinerators and all the numbers of uh, iPhones that uh, went off. That's a way to see what is going on. Um and it is. Uh, it says it's worth noting that the Washang Finance reprinted an article, quickly publicly released by the Zhengzhou Foxconn Party secretary, uh, October 30th, saying that after the outbreak, Foxconn tr tried its best to mobilize resources internally, and deal with it externally. Less support. Think about your country, city. How long did it take to control the epidemic? What was the price? Apart from giving some symbolic vegetables and condolences, what did you receive during this period? Did you provide everyone with daily supplies, three meals a day? So that's indicative that they are starving them, that they're locked them down. This is the chains on the apartments. Um, and this, again, is forced. This is exactly what we're seeing in the corrupt Biden administration. We're seeing it in China. We're seeing it is uh, no one is believing them or the pandemic or the PSYOP anymore. And they are using uh, force. Uh, and so while this is tragic, it is a good sign that the resistance is rising. Uh, after the publication of the Su Dongji's public article, it aroused many speculations in the outside world, such as whether the CCP government really cares about the Chinese people. So these are heresy. These are things you can state in the United States, but you cannot say anything like this in a communist country. And so this is very significant and very good news that the resistance is rising. This is at the same time The Atlantic came out. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time that the mainstream legacy press talks about, you know, like the um, uh, Pelosi's uh, husband uh, having a homosexual tiff with uh, a um, uh, bum uh, who lives in a bus. And it's quite obvious. And I've talked to the 
San Francisco emergency room physicians who talk about all the uh, anal atrocities that they see from the homosexual uh, population there. And this is that. And of course, they're covering it up because these people uh, are corrupt uh, monsters. Um, so, you know, not a lot of time on that. The Atlantic Monthly asking for a uh, an amnesty uh, while they while Petraeus pushes a NATO led or not even NATO, but some kind of U.S. led response like Iraq uh, into Ukraine because he's being told to. Uh, those are uh, the Petraeus things more relevant. The Pelosi thing is just. Yeah, they're evil, corrupt, and they're destroying themselves um, and dying off, uh, and they're screw taping themselves. Uh, that's not really important. I'm going to talk about the intelligence that they're not going to talk about, that they're not going to tell you, um, and uh, what I assess as the inflection points in the Great Resistance versus the Great Reset, in the parents versus the pedos. And so the FBI is now asking a judge to delay the Seth Rich laptop release for 66 years, or maybe 666 years would be uh, better, like the monster drink, um, which is the characters um, in Hebrew for that. And so uh, <laughs> the reason is, is because uh, Rich was working, you know, I've talked about this forever, CrowdStrike, not going to repeat that whole story but he was executed. He was assassinated, shot in the back of the head. They left his watch and wallet as a warning. And of course, this is uh, pro probably how, probably not possibly, uh, how the Dem leak uh, came out. Uh, and this was uh, what the uh, dem demonic Dems do uh, when somebody dares to cross them. This is the killery. Uh, this begins uh, back in my day with the cocaine, CIA, Contras, uh, and Cash, and um, Clintons. Uh, but in this new filing, uh, lawyers are arguing that the FOIA, Freedom of Information uh, Requests, are, um, could reasonably be expected to disclose the identity of a confidential source. So this is very interesting because in Houston, uh, the Greg Phillips and uh, the judge are asking for the identity of a confidential source, although we probably know who that is. There's some uh, talk back and forth that he has said he was a confidential source. Confidential sources are people that are signed up to work for you. Normally, they're not patriots. They're somebody that you've caught and you're, you are allowing them to possibly work off uh, a beef. But now the FBI, who claimed they didn't have the laptop, um, now says that they have the laptop or they have a duplicate. That's typically what you do is you make a duplicate and then you put the original into evidence. If you don't want to break the evidence seal all the time. So you have a working duplicate of the cell phone or the recording or the laptop or whatever. So you can work from that while you keep the laptop in evidence with chain of custody. Of course, with the FBI, it just disappears. You know, in DEA, uh, that would have been uh, DEA 7A because a 7 was drug evidence. A non-drug was... Uh, was uh, 7A, and then uh, destruction of evidence would be a DA-48. Uh, Non-drug non evidence would be a DA-48A. Uh, so there's a procedure for all of this. The FBI uh, has theirs, which is just lie and cheat about everything. But now they're saying, yeah, we have it, but it could identify, it could uh, reveal the identity of a confidential source. Would that be the, the uh, confidential source would be the wet worker or hired um, assassin? Uh, 
that killed uh, Seth Rich? Well, I don't uh, know, but uh, that sounds likely for the FBI. But again, they are resorting to force because they have no power left. Very important to understand that and realize that. Uh, and got something here um, coming in here, and I'm not sure to put this out. Um, but let me see here. Um, um, So I'm not sure I'm going to put that uh, information out, but uh, they're sweating them, which is no surprise. Uh, that's what they do, uh, seeing um, how uh, if they will crack or turn each, on each other. A lot of controversy because they're using the same attorney, Greg and Catherine. They should be split up uh, for attorney-client privilege. I don't know why they're doing that. George Webb recommended that too. I recommend that. And they, I guess George got into a fight with somebody on the internet or something about that. Um, um, uh, but uh, that is um, continuing. Um, so we will see uh, where that goes. Um, and again, you know, whether it's Trump or Flynn or Musk or Putin, you know, the ally of my ally is my, the enemy of my enemy is my ally. And so that's really important. And that's how I look at this because, uh, you know, you're in uh, combat when you're short of everything, but enemy, we are not short of enemies. So we need all the allies we can get. So I'm, I'm willing to overlook things, uh, as well. Again, I make the analogy of the Patriot where uh, Heath Ledger goes to Mel Gibson. These aren't the sort of guys we want for our fight. And he goes, these are exactly the sort of guys, uh, brawlers and fighters and sinners. Um, but to um, move on to the most important story. So the, which, which I really want to get across is that the mainstream media, the legacy media, the propaganda press, the drive-by media, whatever you want to call them, that's all controlled by the intelligence agencies. It's all psyops. It's all optics. It's just like uh, the politicians are actors. So the actors at the news folks are reading scripts uh, that the politician actors are uh, giving them. There's very few uh, real statesmen. Uh, but the, the case in Houston and in L.A. is very revealing because it shows cracks in the deep state's control structure uh, going all the way back to China. And now we are seeing, as I just talked about, uh, revolts uh, where the people are fighting back. Unarmed Chinese are fighting back and getting killed uh, against uh, the CCP um, assassins. That is significant. That is not the end. This is the beginning. It didn't end in Wuhan. It began. And so they are falling from within because there is rot from within, just like there is rot in the uh, Biden regime. But there is another case that's even more important to talk about, 
and uh, this is by a Tracy uh, Beans. Uh, the bombshell court order outlines uh, proven government big tech censorship. Uh, and this just uh, came out. Uh, and again, it's up on my Patreon, up on my uh, locals. And so Americans worried about the government conspiring with social media companies to censor their speech aren't conspiracy theorists. Theorists, It's been proven. So on Friday, one of the few honest judges left in America ordered several key figures, figures to sit for depositions in a court case brought against the federal government by the states of Louisiana and Missouri. So again, it's not Texas and Florida who's got all the publicity, although great free states, but it's it's other smaller states that are quieter and doing more. Um, in the case, the states alleged that several key bureaucracies in the federal government have conspired with big tech companies to censor free speech. Um, when the case was filed, the judge granted a very rare expedited discovery. Um, now the parties returned to court to ask the judge to force people who wouldn't usually be subjected to deposition at all, let alone in an expedited manner, to sit for depositions to get them under oath about what they've done. So this is really crucial because there's an elite that doesn't have to be deposed. You know, that's the two-tier justice system uh, that we uh, have. But in Missouri, it is there is uh, lawfare under the law working. Why is this important? Well, remember the intro I read today. It was kinetic, which I don't really usually do. I'm a, I've been a federal firearms instructor since 1993, graduated from Special Forces Special Operations Tech School in 1988, got a lot of trigger time, trained everybody. Uh, you know, anybody who's, who's seen me shoot can tell you about my skill sets, uh, written for all the tactical magazines, SWAT mag, uh, you know, com- uh, my Tactical DVDs sold in Army Air Force Exchange stores, got lots of creds there, uh, done over 500 raids, this country and, and the other. So, but I'm not usually talking about kinetics uh, because fifth gen and fourth gen war is really not about that. We're building the resistance. But if the system is irreparable, uh, and this is what political moonshine is trying to find out, then it goes to where Clay Martin is at, is it goes to fourth generation um, kinetic resistance, which nobody wants, because once you flip that switch, you can't just turn it off. It's not a movie. Uh, that's what Obama thought he could do in uh, Benghazi. So this is good news. Uh, and so uh, the judge granted that request and his order illuminates a conspiracy that spans almost every governmental institution. So we learned that Fauci, the State Department, CISA, which is the Cyber Infrastructure Security Agency, the CDC, the White House, and other government organizations have engaged in unconstitutional and uh, Orwellian behavior. And what the difference is, it has been proven, not alleged in this court case. This is good news. This pushes back going kinetic, that they have acted in a manner. uh, The head of CISA has designated our thoughts as critical infrastructure within the United States government, the thought police, uh, Big Brother, 1984. uh, the Census Bureau got involved with tracking down people posting what the Ministry of Truth considers mis, dis, or malinformation. Uh, CISA is calling your thoughts compet- co- cognitive infrastructure. Uh, and the Census Bureau is somehow assisting the government with censoring facts they don't like. So this is the Missouri versus Biden case. Uh, and some of these expedited dispositions are relatively unheard of. That's why I'm talking to you about them. 
Um, and usually these things don't happen. So this is really good news. So uh, the case alleges that members of the government conspired with con conspiracy. Um, and that's not conspiracy theory. There's conspiracy in government. For example, with me, it's Title 21 USC 841A1C, conspiracy to possess and distribute large amounts of drugs um, uh, that uh, conspired and directed social media platforms to censor people and topics they don't like because of mis, dis, and malinformation. Uh, for example, CISA 2022 Interim Election Security now says uh, – uh, maldirected misinformation is a persistent threat. Um, uh, and they detail the origin of COVID, election integrity, early treatment, Hunter's laptop, and more. Says um, NIAID Director and White House Chief Medical Advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Deputy Assistant uh, to the President and Director of White House Digital Strategy, Rob Fletcher, former White House uh, Senior COVID-19 Director, Andrew Slavitt, former White House uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki, FBI Supervisor Special Agent Elvin Chan, CISA Director John Easterly, CISA Official Lauren uh, Protentis, and Surgeon General Vivek Marthy, CDC Chief of Digital Media Branch Carol Crawford, and Acting Coordinator of the State Department's Global Engagement Center, De um, Daniel Kimage. So first, the judge make sure to tell everyone how rare and dif difficult it is actually to surpass this burden uh, because executive part department officials should not be absent except for extraordinary circumstances. Because if you pull them all the time, if you accuse them all the time, they'll never have any time to get anything done. So it's out of the ordinary, but there is precedent for calling them when it is um, important under extraordinary circumstances. And the judge says, these are that. The next bit of order addresses the defendants objections, uh, and he puts most of them uh, to bed. And here is how he does it with Anthony Fauci, uh, which I know people who know him because I've worked in competitive biointelligence uh, since uh, 2014, only for the good good guys. That's genetics, robotics, information, nanotechnology. Um, but uh, Fauci has been deposed as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID, and chief medical advisor to the president. They allege he colluded to censor speech uh, about Charlie 19 or origins, uh, that he was potentially behind the funding research to create the virus. They had a conference call, which resulted in people making statements in medical journals about the origins of Charlie 19. Um, and that the speech uh, backed by the great scientific cre credibility and with enormous potential nationwide impact contradicted Fauci's views and was censored by social media. Uh, and so plaintiff states urged that uh, Fauci engaged in written and oral communications with Mark Zuckerberg, face, beta, Facebook, Log Life, CIA, DARPA, BARDA, um, about the government's COVID-19 response and allegedly uh, widespread social media censorship uh, of the lab leak hypothesis ensued. I don't even say it was a leak. Uh, communications with Zuckerberg about the government's COVID, uh, Charlie 19 response and allegedly uh, widespread social media censorship uh, ensued. Plaintiffs further this argument by pointing out the publicly available emails between Fauci and Collins regarding their efforts uh, to discredit the lab 
leak theory assert led to the censorship of the theory online. These emails indicate that Fauci and Collins were both aware of certain scientists' concerns uh, and that Sierra Alpha, um, Robert, uh, Charlie, Victor looked bioengineered. That is the uh, furin, furin cleavage. Um, the next section contains allegations about the Great Barrington Declaration and how the heads of the NIH, National, National Institute of Health, uh, worked to, quick, to create a quick and devastating takedown of the declaration, which is chilling. Unelected bureaucrats discussing the takedown of alternative scientific opinions. On April 16, 2020, Dr. Collins emailed Fauci a link to the Brett Baer article about the lab leak theory expressing concerns over whether NIH can help to take down the very destructive conspiracy that seems to be grow gathering momentum. And uh, next we get to what Twitter did to Alex Berenson. Twitter recently settled, settled, yeah, you know, like with St. Rittenhouse, uh, a case with Berenson and reinstated him to the platform this is before Musk. This kind of censorship has happened to untold numbers of people. Um, plaintiffs next assert that Fauci was involved in Twitter's permanent suspension uh, of any jab critics. And uh, Berenson's tweets consisted of science-based objections to the jabs of young, healthy people, which became a target for the Biden uh, regime's censorship. So then plaintiffs allege Pfizer got in on the action because the government, the Biden regime is controlled by the Pfizer cartel. It's no longer the deal with the Sinaloa cartel and the government of Mexico with La Familia cartel. The legal cartels are much more, much bigger and more powerful and profitable for the sellouts. And then plaintiffs alleged that Pfizer got in on the action because Berenson's speech threatened Fauci directly, who claims himself to be science. That is, he is the god of the god of uh, science, which is funny because science doesn't know what energy is, sentience is, conscience is, uh, reality is, anything. They can observe some phenomena. Uh, and I always get a laugh when somebody says, well, do you believe in evolution? And I always answer, well, I didn't know I had to believe in a theory. I guess that's your religion. Um, but I thought it was a theory, um, uh, a hypothesis. Um, so then the judge says that the plaintiffs have already proven that Fauci had personal knowledge about the censorship and that publicly available emails prove that Fauci was communicating and acting as an intermediary for others in order to censor information from being shared across multiple social, social media outlets. He didn't say allege or potentially show. He used the word prove. This is substantive. This is going into the record. This is wake up. There's plenty of proof. It's about prosecution. And finally, we have broken through in Missouri where they weren't looking. So we've talked about this many times in Team America meetings with uh, all kinds of different attorneys. Uh, talked about having to flank them, and Missouri has flanked them. And this is kind of like the analogy of um, Saving Private Ryan or Longest Day, <clears throat> where they're trying to get through the wire, uh, get off the beach, 
and having a hard time breaking through and all kinds of different units are trying to uh, break through. It's very expensive and difficult um, and uh, bloody, but it is finally uh, happening. Uh, and so after reviewing the plaintiffs and defendants arguments, the court finds that the plaintiffs have uh, proven that Fauci has personal knowledge about the issue concerning censorship uh, of social media as it related to Charlie 19 and ancillary issues of Charlie 19. So the judge is saying that Fauci, that free speech is more important than inconveniencing Fauci, uh, or as the article says, science, because Fauci is like, I am science. Um, that's like Caesar, I am a god. Um, that, that's what it is today, is uh, PhD, uh, that, that's the sacred priest title of today. I, I could call myself Dr. Prather. I have on some people have put me up on some of my websites as Dr. Prather. I don't really use it. I kind of like Major Prather, could do, you know, former special agent Prather, you know, uh, Nantanchan, you know, Chaplain Prather, Ch Chief Chaplain, but could do the doctor thing. But I just think it's kind of uh, stuffy uh, to do it. Got two honorary PhDs, uh, two bachelors, a master's. Um, but um, again, the judge is expediting all of this and he's saying, the uh, plaintiffs have already proven all of this. Uh, and <laughs> case is just getting started. Um, the plaintiffs then moved to depose Rob Flaherty, who is the director of digital strategy for the White House, a key official in the White House's pressure campaign on social media to increase Charlie 19 censorship and social media companies' policies. Because all we know, all the, the doctors get paid, the hospitals get paid, the more they kill, the more they get paid. It's the same thing with uh, Facebook when the Blantifa guys are killing people online, like they killed that retired black police chief online so they could get paid. It's all the same uh, thing. Um, and plaintiffs uh, moved to depose uh, Flaherty, director of digital strategy. Um, Flaherty is also said to have had extensive oral meetings with social media platforms, including Twitter, Meta, Facebook and YouTube on um, jab hesitancy and combating misinformation. <laughs> Just went up on a new Yankee Tango. It didn't end. Probably be down here shortly. Yet again, but I can I can actually look at uh, comments, which I don't have any, and it gives me a, um, a clock, a countdown. I got lots of stuff going on. I'm a dinosaur. So the court finds that plaintiffs have proven that Flaherty has personal knowledge about the issue concerning censorship across social media as it related to Charlie 19 and ancillary issues of Charlie 19. So this statement basically seals the win for the plaintiffs. The statement itself means that the plaintiffs have won. It acknowledges the collusion directly. Plaintiffs maintain that the opposing Flaherty is essential to the case that would provide critical information on the White House's pressure campaign to social media platforms against the disinformation dozen and other Charlie 19 misinformation issues, especially as it relates to those leaning on social media companies after press reports were released regarding jabs and the White House's involvement over content modulation policies instilled in Meta and Twitter in their efforts to remove the most harmful Charlie 19 <coughs> misinformations. The court finds that plaintiffs have proven that Flaherty had personal knowledge about these issues concerning censorship 
and Charlie 19. This is a judge, not a party's attorney or someone as a party. The substantive reason for taking Flaherty's depositions set out therein and court finds the substantive reasons are overwhelming. It is ordered that Rob Flaherty cooperate with plaintiff's request to depose. Then we go on to Andrew Slavitt. Defendant Andrew Slavitt serves as the White House Senior Charlie 19 advisor. He led the charge for the White House with its social media companies to increase the censorship of private speech as it relates to Charlie 19 through meetings and oral conversations. Um, uh, and they quote, uh, a, the director at the White House is asking a social media platform why they haven't banned a private citizen for things he is saying. Uh, and so they're quoting uh, an invitation that was sent out which stated, uh, the White House staff will be briefed by Twitter on jab misinformation. So uh, this is very, very significant. Uh, and Slavitt even bragged about his censorship role on a podcast. The uh, court finds the plaintiffs have proven that Andrew Slavitt has personal knowledge about the issue concerning censorship across social media as it relates to uh, Charlie 19 and ancillary issues. So then they go on to Jen Psaki, the former White House press secretary of um, Pedo Joe. She is a defendant. The plaintiff moves to depose her for a variety of reasons. Saki stated that a White House press conference and major platforms have a responsibility related to the health and safety of all Americans to stop amplifying untrustworthy content, disinformation, and misinformation, especially related to the Charlie 19 jabs and elections. She wants to cover it all. Um, the court finds that plaintiffs have proven that Jen Psaki has proven personal knowledge about the issue concerning censorship across social media as it relates to Charlie 19 and ancillary issues of Charlie 19. And then we come to Elvis John, the FBI SAC supervisory agent. Uh, so, and this is back to the Biden laptop that the FBI said they didn't have, and then they did have, and now that they uh, there's an informant involved. Oh no, sorry, that was the Seth Rich cover-up. I'm getting my FBI cover-ups messed up. It's hard to keep. Ruby Ridge, um, Waco, uh, Ovalde, uh, Benghazi. It's hard to keep all of the FBI cover-ups straight. They must have difficulties with that. So, uh, and I guess Joe Rogan had him, uh, had a, had a um, podcast about this. And the plaintiff moves to depose Elvis Chan, a named defendant in this case, and the FBI supervisory special agent of squad uh, Charlie Yankee One in San Francisco. I think I've seen this guy. It doesn't look like a – it looks even white collar, more white collar than most Phoebes uh, uh, do. Um, in support of this argument, plaintiffs cite a podcast where Mark Zuckerberg stated that the communications from the FBI led to a face, Facebook censoring stories of the Hunter Biden laptop. So this is what happens is um, flanking them all, all around. They can't keep all their stories straight because they have to lie. Now, here the court used different language when it came to Chan. The judge didn't say proven. He said that plaintiffs have established that he has a personal knowledge. Um, and so he's probably wary of the Phoebes, which he probably should be. So that means he is 
he is smart, but he says it's ordered that John will cooperate with the plaintiff's request to depose him. Of course, it'll probably be like uh, Comey is. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> Jen Easterly, plaintiff's moves to depose uh, the director of CISA, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, supervising the nerve center, the fusion center um, of the federally directed censorship. Um, and uh, that is, again, because of the thought police, that uh, they are designating your thoughts as cognitive infrastructure. Uh, I guess this is kind of like uh, corporations being people in court. The Disinformation Governance Board is now on trial. This is really good for the states of Missouri and Louisiana. Allegedly, these texts center around Easterly and Madison discussing a disinformation governance uh, board. And then there is Lauren Protentis. This is the last move to depose Protentis because of her membership in CISA, MISDIS and Malinformation Team, MDM Team. Um, she specializes in partnering with socials to limit citizen speech. Um, oh, not the last. Vivek Murthy, uh, Surgeon General Vivek Murthy for his public campaign to censor individuals who spread misinformation about Charlie 19. He sent a RFI request for information about how tech companies would censor speech deemed for misinformation. Uh, plaintiff asserts that Dr. Murray Murthy also engages in communications with high-level Facebook executives about the demand for greater censorship of Charlie 19 misinformation. This these uh, communications established that uh, Murphy, Murphy was engaged in these communications and was even sent reports to obtain Dr. Murthy's opinion on censorship. Uh, those reports are gonna be golden. The writing of that, that's, that's evidence. That's excellent. Carol Crawford, um, Chief of the Digital Media Branch of the Division of Public Affairs of the CDC. Uh, literally worked on the Census Bureau to identify people she deemed to be spreading misinformation. Um, so it's the Census Bureau, uh, NARA, the FBI, DOJ, Congress. It's all corrupt. And the um, attorney generals, uh, and we've, we've noted this for quite a while on Team America, Attorney generals uh, and the judges in Missouri and Louisiana are making the difference here. They also want to depose a Daniel Kimmage, the acting coordinator of the Global Engagement Center at the State Department. Um, remember, I said the other day uh, that according to the Australian Parliament, uh, the Konex stuff goes back to China in Wuhan through the U.S. embassies and consulates there. Um, and so uh, they're saying this conspiracy is so vast, it's overwhelming, it legitimately compromises the whole government. I've been saying that for a long time from the intelligence point of view, but this is now from the legal lawfare point of view, which is proof um, proven as evidence of chain of custody uh, in court, which is very good news because it pushes back things going kinetic, which all of us who are familiar uh, with war and violence and kineticism are happy because when that happens, you know, a lot of people talk like they want it. And those are the ones who have never uh, been in it. And it is a terrible uh, thing. But to tie that in, it's very important that um, uh, 
Big Brother is now working with Big Mum, and that is the multitask unified model or Mum. Uh, and this is the uh, Google's new uh, AI learning machine. And it was first unleashed to fight what it considered Charlie 19 misinformation. Here we go again. Because again, uh, the deep state double government is the pusher and the pimp. And every other commercial is about buy this drug, buy that drug. But the main thing is uh, get your jabs and your boosters so that we can own you and your children uh, forever. And uh, you are the addict. The government is the pimp and the pusher. Um, and you are the prostitute. Um, so uh, Forbes article described how mom would check information across multiple reliable sources to allow the system to come to a general consensus, uh, which is, of course, democracy, mob rule. Uh, Google has long ago ceased being a way to find different answers, and its search results are deliberately, re deliberately repetitive. I mean, I don't use it. Um, sometimes if I'm on a certain show, they say, hey, you got to use Chrome, and I'll do it. But, you know, it's mad cows or Swiss cows, not mad cows, Swiss cows, um, brave uh, are some of the better ones. There's other ones. Um, VPNs are good, of course. Search is an illusion with them. Uh, the user thinks he's browsing the internet when he's actually spinning his wheels in Google's walled garden. I love that walled garden. This is most obvious in shopping and politics. Um, or as Pandu Nayak, VP of search at Google wrote, by using our latest AI model, multitask unified model, model multitask unified mo model, mum, our systems can now understand the notion of consensus, which is when multiple high quality sources on the web all agree on the same fact. And so this is a centralized computer base. Uh, and this is a monopoly, monopoly. And he talks about how Googlers have long been obsessed with the idea of replicating Star Trek's fictional computer uh, in the female voice. And so this is big mom, big sister. And <laughs> my family and I went out as Trekkies last night uh, for Halloween because I am definitely a Trekkie without a doubt. Uh, but Gene Rodberry was like, hey, we're getting past uh, racism and poverty because we're mining the asteroids. So everybody's rich and so we can move on to real stuff. Uh, and early <laughs> Star Trek episodes featured the episode where they went to the Roman planet and then there was Yeshua there again. Uh, you know, they talked about it at the end. Uh, there's a planet where they went for the Yangs and the Calms, the Yankees and the Communists, where they brought in the the sparse spangled banner at the end, and then the weum, the peopleum, and then and then you start to see it uh, leave and fall apart, and there's no God, and there's no devil, and it just keeps going downhill uh, from there. And then you got, you know, trannies and, and in the latest episodes, and homosexuals, uh, French kissing each other uh, in the latest stuff, uh, because it's all propaganda, it's all television, um, but. Uh, by 2022, Google's um, hopeless search um, has no longer any interest in providing search. It's just a monopoly. And so it will die. It's already dying. No one will use it because this will all uh, end. But it's now, if you have an Android phone, they'll do pre-bunking, uh, which will preemptively uh, enter what you're looking for. And Jigsaw is the company's most politi explicitly political arm 
attacking views that can gain uh, traction. And, you know, I've been through this in Facebook and uh, Yankee Tango and Twitter and everything uh, as uh, well. Uh, and as the uh, midterms approach, YouTube spokesman Ivy Choi, Choi, that sounds like um, Vietnamese or Chinese um, American. The video site's recommendations are continuously and prominently servicing midterms related content for authoritative news sources. And so that's big tech uh, monopolies, exactly what's happening. That also reminds me, and I posted on Patreon today, uh, somebody said, oh, well, I read Heinlein and... Um, and Bradbury, I'm like, of course I read Highland. Starship Troopers, got a military. Everybody reads that. But I've also read Stranger in a Strange Land. Once upon a time, there was a Martian named Valentine's Michael Smith. But um, there's also um, John Ringo, who wrote um, The Hot Gates and Live Free or Die. Awesome sci-fi. I'd love to get him on here. Uh, and he's a former military. I think he was a corpsman, maybe. And uh, maybe that's Ian Douglas, but um, uh, where he writes about a really futuristic society that's controlled by um, AIs. And there's a sparrow at the beginning of the book. The sparrow dies on a branch and falls down to the ground and mother notices it. Um, and of course, that's um, a play against the Gospels where not a sparrow falls, which Father in Heaven uh, doesn't realize. But then the plot is there's about seven world leaders that uh, run things and uh, they can't come in with weapons, but some lady with big hair comes in with some bees and some perfume. And then she puts the bees with the perfume and that makes a weapon and they start to fight uh, and they split out. Everybody's got different regions of what's going on and they start turning off the net and there's people living in volcanoes and they're gone. There are people living at the bottom of the ocean. They're gone. Uh, people are living in little bubbles out in outer space. They're gone. Um, and all of a sudden, it's back to um, the basics uh, and the reenactors and the living history folks like I am. If you follow me on uh, Patreon at all, you'll see me posting stuff where I'll be um, Apache kitted out and doing natural native horsemanship um, uh, as well. <coughs> and important to know those things. And all the <coughs> all the SF guys who are awake. Uh, and Intel guys are awake, you know, moving out to the country uh, and preparing. Um, and so there is a lot of this uh, out there. Uh, and DHS is, Department of Homeland Security, is broadening its efforts to curb speech for the election. Though it shuttered its uh, disinformation governance boards, it still plans to target inaccurate information especially Charlie 19, racial injustice, uh, U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of support uh, to um, Ukraine. So, I mean, it's so obvious. Um, run one war into the ground, start another. Uh, want trannies to show up, and now you want red-blooded American uh, boys and girls to go die for you. Um, and Laura Demlo, an FBI official, warned that the threat of subversive information on social media could undermine support for U.S. government. You think? Uh, so there's lots of these indications. Um, the inclusion of the 21 U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan is particularly noteworthy. Um, 
because they say they're going to investigate that. So I don't hold any hopes out. Uh, but Rhinos, it's the Uniparty. And we should have never stayed that long. We should have just, again, I've talked about this many times. Operation Attachments 18, 529 and 555, Triple Nickel had wrapped this up uh, in three to four months, send in a kill team every spring, and uh, that's it. But then when a big war in Iraq and everything else, it's worth remembering that the U.S. has lied about a variety of issues from the Tonkin Gulf in Vietnam to Iraqi uh, WMD uh, to uh, Wuhan, Charlie 19, uh, all of that and that they are continuing to lie, but they are losing uh, cover, which is their concealment, at an ever-rapidly pace. And we are gaining human terrain ground. That is very important to understand. And so that's Missouri Attorney General Eric Smith has filed a lawsuit that has revealed uh, this um, conspiracy between DHS, Twitter, Facebook, Wikipedia, um, to coordinate the 2020 uh, elections. Uh, and <clears throat> this is also uh, uh, being revealed, as I said, the Cyber Infrastructure Security Agency, uh, CISA. So lots happening. Uh, and this is all uh, good news uh, that it's all beginning to collapse. Uh, and so again, resistance movements or fourth generation warfare um, take decades, if not centuries. I'm, I always quote uh, fourth generation revolutionary warfare against Rome took 300 years, three centuries. But the pace is rapid here and we will win this, even though we are not always winning. But the signs are there. And this is a, this is a really good new sign that there is a break in the lawfare uh, because they're trying to handle uh, New York and Michigan uh, and Texas and L.A. And meanwhile, all of a sudden, Missouri and Louisiana uh, flank them. That's excellent. That's exactly what we should be doing. So uh, I am very glad to hear uh, that. Uh, and I also want to point out uh, that, uh, you know, big church, as one of my students says, big church, uh, to the church has failed us magnificently. Uh, and that uh, Tom Knight, professor at MIT's Artificial Intelligence Lab, the genetic code is 3.6 billion years old, and it's time for a rewrite. Yeah, because you know so much about it, and uh, God didn't really know what he was doing. And that goes along with uh, uh, Billy Graham's uh, son who got the jab and then had a heart attack. And I actually, the Patriot uh, Switch folks were working for them uh, and uh, they wouldn't get the jab, and so they fired him. And so, like, hey, can we work with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, so that's very typical of you're just going to see uh, all kinds of people who just want power uh, in the Didache. They call them Christ mongers, um, Christ sellers, and I think the uh, the term would be constitution mongers uh, as well. Uh, and uh, this is a, the, the Charlie 19 gambit by Big Pharma and the deep state exactly uh, matches where the German church was in the 30s with Bonhoeffer's Confession Church uh, versus the sellout official German church. And uh, uh, they talk about a boxcar of Jews 
siding uh, uh, on a, near a church, shouting for help. And what did the church do? They just sang louder to drown out their cries. They did nothing. So this is good. And I'm not a big fan of Paul, but in this case, I'll quote Paul, this matter arose uh, because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. So that's a great way to end. So fear not. God bless. Keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning. This is what winning looks like. Remember, freedom is never given. It is earned. It is fought for. It is taken. So take it.